Welcome to Career Influencer Podcast. This is Roy Rucker Jr. I'm a director of event technologies currently based out of Dallas, Texas. I think in our generation, performance is a big thing. It's like, I gotta perform, I gotta execute. I got to make sure I'm prim and proper and it's like pressure, anxiety. I gotta do this, I gotta perform. And that's okay. Be okay with being patient and giving yourself time. I think it's it's about separating um, internal versus external. I think internally we have a lot of stuff going on, but externally people have this facade or have this makeup of what we are. And I think as I've gotten older, I've understand how to separate the two. And I think when I was in college, it was a lot of external, external, and not too much of internal. If anything, it shifted a little bit. Um, as I've gotten older, I think really figuring it out is really taking some time out for myself um, and making sure that I am thinking through things. You know, a lot of times when you get out of college, your process, your thinking process, how you process information, how you receive information, um, how you go about your day to day, how you take in comments from people, how you take in constructive criticism from people, how you go about impacting others. All of that shifts. After college, I'm not going to lie, for a full month, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> um, I didn't know what was going on because I honestly wasn't aware of where I was going to go. And I have told a lot of my mentees that that is okay. Don't feel, you know, too pressured to put yourself in a box that you're not meant to be in yet. Um, take your time, be patient with your process. And I think, you know, for me, that was some good advice I got from some of my friends who watched me kind of go through the first month and a half um, with no job. There are some who do have it figured out, uh, but I wasn't one of those. And quite frankly, I'm glad I wasn't one of those just because I learned a lot about, you know, thinking on my feet, even though I felt like I, I had that experience whenever I was in college. But thinking more on my feet, um, being more of an adult, um, understanding the value of a dollar, uh, saving money, that, those things got um, thought about really quickly uh, that first month and a half that. Um, I was trying to make my transition. You know, in college is when you really learn about yourself and I definitely learned a lot about myself. My sophomore year in college, I made a lot of, a lot of people would probably say drastic changes because that's when I changed my major. Um, I was a student athlete at the time. I was no longer a student athlete after that year. I decided that it was important for me to get involved on campus, making an impact on students. And so that year I became a OL and it was literally the, one of the best jobs I ever had. Um, I learned a lot about impacting others and being a representative for the institution in a way that would, you know, in the end benefit other people and make other people feel like they were, you know, home because going to college is a second home. And so I think for me, that was a big calling for myself. If anything, being a representative on campus, especially the one that I had as Mr. I, I wanted to make sure that the message that I was giving out to all the students that I had some sort of interaction with was beneficial and positive. And so even though I didn't really have everything in my life sorted out, 
I wanted to make sure I extended that to anyone who had it figured out or even the people who didn't have it figured out and still was figuring it out. I think my message and my delivery was really to be positive and to and to be understanding because, again, you might be the person who does have it figured out um, and that's great. And you might be the person that doesn't have it figured out. And that's also great. Um, it's just a, a matter of knowing how to coexist and make of make the best of the situation. I actually was pursuing my master's um, at the time that I had a job. With me having the part-time job in the sports industry, um, it was really for me to get my foot in the door. Um, I wanted to pursue education at one point just because of my involvement on campus and just how I went about impacting students. Um, and so that was why I pursued a master's in education. Um, however, I had a bunch of what if questions um, in my head at the time when I was making the transition into a, a full time job. For me in grad school, um, I think it was definitely a great position to be in at the time just because it's, it's something that, you know, I was willing to pursue. Um, I got a, a call from my boss and she was like, hey, I know you're thinking about pursuing your master's degree. I think this is something that is awesome, but I also think there's another opportunity here for you. Having a bunch of what ifs in regards to what if this is my calling? What if this is another facet of me that I don't understand, but I'm wanting to understand? Uh, what if this is another layer of Roy that I still need to figure out? Um, so all those questions went through my head and, um, and I honestly just took a risk. I actually put my grad degree on pause and that was probably the first big risk that I took um, out of college. And it was probably one of the best risks that I took out of college. If I'm gonna pursue this, I'm gonna pursue this uh, 100%. And um, I think I would have done myself a disservice if I didn't pursue that. Um, and also the person at the time who was my manager, his position in the sports industry um, spoke volumes to me. Um, and the reason why it spoke volumes to me is because you don't see a lot of African-American gay um, leaders in the sports industry. And so for me, that, that spoke a lot of volumes because I, I kind of saw him as an inspiration. Um, and I still do to this day. And I'm very proud of myself for taking that route because I learned a lot about that opportunity and what it meant for me and it definitely in the end benefited me. I think in our 20s this is the the best opportunity to definitely make the impact that we need to and taking risk is the first step. A lot of times people always go about a situation to find a silver lining. I think for me the most important thing is if you if you don't have if you either don't have the opportunity to find comfortability or you're still trying to discover what comfortability looks like for you. A, a, a conversation about what's going on with you and making the forefront about you is probably what's going to help you understand yourself, but also understand someone else's story. One of the things that I was very fortunate about with changing careers and looking at different opportunities that was going to benefit me is I've elevated my habits. So my natural habits that make Roy, Roy. Because at the end of the day, you just don't want your career just to be one dimensional. You wanna make sure that you have so many layers to the point where you can impact more than just one industry, one community. And I think that's always been my message from the start, but a lot of people didn't know I was a painter. I've been a painter, sketcher for 15 plus years. Um, a lot of people didn't know I was an author. 
I'm big on spoken word, all of that. That that is something that I love to do as a as a hobby. I love running. Like I'm actually getting back into uh, track again, and I think now that. I'm in a situation where I know a lot more about myself. I know a lot about where I come from and why my parents made me the man that I am today. I can actually now formulate all those things to the point where impacting multiple people comes easy.